everyone. You're listening to Ed Young Radio, Ed Pastors Fellowship Church, and we want to thank you for listening with us. These next few minutes together can change your life, and you can always hear more by visiting edyoung.com. Enjoy the message. Sometimes I watch late night television. I know you do too. Many times as I'm watching, I'll see these infomercials. Anybody here ever bought anything from an infomercial? Lift your hand. Come on, let's, let's, we're in church at all of our campuses. Yeah. I bought something the other day that was pretty interesting. Have you seen this? The wax vac? <laughs> I hate to confess this, but I have more earwax in my ears than anyone you've ever seen. In fact, my doctor has told me, he goes, Ed, I've been practicing medicine for decades. I've never seen anybody with the amount and the density and the quality of wax like you. So I thought, I need one of these puppies, the wax vac. Well, I got it. You turn it on, put it in your ear. Boom. Turn it off and turn the light on and see how much wax you've vacuumed out of your ear. Here's the problem. This thing's a piece of crap. Because, yeah, it might work in your ear. It might work in your baby's ear. It might work in your cat's ear. Not mine. I got some serious earwax. I need like a vacuum cleaner type situation. The wax vac, pretty hilarious. They overpromise and underdeliver. A lot of people do that, don't they? Especially when it comes to selling things. Overpromise, underdeliver. Overpromise, underdeliver. Today's subject matter, unforgiveness. Resentment. Bitterness, holding a grudge. It overpromises and underdelivers. Here's the phrase that pays. Unforgiveness is unforgiving. Let me say it again. Unforgiveness is unforgiving. Unforgiveness is... Unforgiving. Yes, it is. I launched this series called Bridges several weeks ago. Session one, I said, cross that bridge when you come to it. That's a bridge idiom, a bridge saying. And we basically unpack the fact that man has tried to build a bridge from his side to God's side. We said that every world religion is basically a colossal human construction plan that tells you and me to put on our hard hats, our goggles, our red wings, our tool belts, and we maybe can build a bridge from our side to God's side by being philosophical, by being smart, by keeping our nose clean, but on our best days, our bridges are about this big compared to the bridge, the bridge of biblical Christianity because biblical Christianity separates itself from all the other world religions. Biblical Christianity is unlike the other faith systems because biblical Christianity says God built the bridge. He built a bridge, something we don't deserve, from his side, from the divine side to the human side, thereby affording us the opportunity to cross 
the bridge. The bridge is a cross, and we have to cross the bridge. Jesus lived righteously. He died sacrificially. He rose bodily. He has given you and me the capacity of a choice. We either cross the bridge or not. The good news of Christianity is the bridge has been built. The other world religions, they don't really have good news. Work harder. Tighten up your tool belt. Buy some more safety goggles. When those red wings wear out, make sure to, to buy some ostrich red wings. Buy another piece of machinery. It doesn't get you to where you need to go. We're made for the bridge. The cross is a bridge. We have a bridge to cross. The second week of this series, I talked about burning bridges. We all have a bridge, and many times our bridges are burned, torched, totally a smoldering heap. We meet pyromaniacs in the world, people who abuse us. You know what I'm talking about. Maybe it's an ex-spouse. Maybe it's a coach. Maybe it's that uncle who did something unmentionable to you. Maybe it's someone who's been dead for years. Maybe it's, it's your spouse now. Maybe it's a kid. I don't know who it is. We've all, though, met those pyromaniacs, and a lot of us are walking around with third-degree burns. There's nothing like a burn victim. The pain, the agony, the scarring, it's horrendous. I would argue that all of us in this massive environment and in all of our other environments, some massive, have some resentment going on. We have some bitterness going on. In fact, I would say we have enough bitterness to blow the roofs off every one of our churches. We do. The word resentment means to think again. Forgiveness, though, means to send away. We either barbecue it and turn it over and over again on the rotisserie grill of our minds with resentment, or we send it away. We talked about burning bridges last time. We said forgiveness is more for the burned than the burner. It's more for the victim than the villain. It's more for the vaderee than the vaderer. <laughs> Debt canceled. Yeah, but you don't know what they've done to me. Debt canceled. Yeah, but they've messed me around. They've burned me and betrayed me, torched me and taken advantage of me. Debt canceled. To send away. That's what it means to be forgiven. Jesus did the preemptive work of forgiveness on the cross. The guts of the gospel is all about forgiveness. It's simple on one hand, but it's so, so deep, none of us will understand the true depth of it until we get on the other side. It takes an entire life to process it. The bridge reminds us of our greatest problem, sin. Sin is an archery term. In the original language, hamartia, means to miss the target. We've all missed the target, right? 
God's target is perfect, we've missed it. This bridge reminds us of our biggest problem, sin. It also reminds us of our greatest need. What's that? Forgiveness. Isn't that just crazy that Jesus has already taken the pain and the brunt of your sins and turnovers and mine? He's already done the forgiveness work. All we do is receive what's been done. We cross the bridge. We say, you know what? I'm going to ditch the human construction project. I'm crossing the bridge. And once we cross the bridge, our souls are power washed. We're forgiven. We're cleansed. Our home is in heaven. We have a purpose that starts here on planet Earth. Then I said that God does something after we cross the bridge. And I want to talk about this today. He gives us the nature of a bridge builder. We have a nature, a new nature, and that of a bridge builder. We've been forgiven, thus we should greatly forgive others. The gift of forgiveness, we've received this gift. It's been given to us. We can give the gift to ourselves and others who've torched us and taken advantage of us burned us and betrayed us. That's tough. It's not easy. But as I said, unforgiveness is unforgiving. It's like the wax vat. Over promises and under delivers. Man, you know, I, I, I just want to get that person back. I want to make them pay. And if you're like me, you ever have these fantasy conversations with the people who've hurt you? and abuse you, like you see them in a restaurant and you're with a group of your friends, you walk up to them, hey, let me tell you something, man. And we just like, and the people are like, ooh, ah, oh, you got it, man. You go, girl. Some of the guys here were like, oh, yeah. Not only conversations, I have these fantasy fights, like, you know? It's pretty funny. Unforgiveness is? Unforgiveness is? Well, today we're talking about this. You've heard this before, another idiom. Build a bridge and get over it. When it comes to people who've hurt you and messed you around, who've hurt me and messed me around, hey, build a bridge and get over it. A bridge is made for traffic. Get over it. Get over it. Get over it. Let me talk about some tough stuff right now. Let me talk about what it means to have third-degree burns because a lot of us have some serious resentment. A lot of us, as we look at our lives, they're in a smoldering heap and we're burned. Third-degree burns. The first part, the first degree, is that of God. We burn because we harbor hurt and anger. We burn our fellowship, not relationship, with God. Parents, are you feeling me? Can your kids ever do something where they forfeit the fellowship they have with you? Hey, son, you're out of fellowship. Hey, honey, you are 45 minutes past curfew. We're out of fellowship. You're still my child, but we're out of fellowship. Jesus in the Gospel of Matthew, 
Chapter 6, verse 15. If you don't forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. This is serious stuff. We're not made for resentment. We're not made to hold the grudge. We're not made for this. If anyone had an opportunity, a right to hold a grudge or to be hateful or to die in anger, it was Jesus. While we were doing the worst to him on the cross, he was doing the best for us on the cross. So he says, give a little bit of what I've given to you. And you wonder, I just feel like I'm out of control. I just feel like I just don't know. I just feel like I can't really hear God. I just don't know the problem. That ain't going to work. It's got to be supernatural. It's about forgiveness. Unleashing unforgiveness is unbelievable. Get that wax out of there. Get that wall that's impeding the communicative process between you and God out of there. I'm telling you, it's unforgiveness. The second degree would be with others. With others. You burn others. Oh, I've been hurt. I've been taken advantage of. Here we go to others. The next day. It keeps going and going. He's like, man, shut up. And your friends are running from you. You're just saying it over and over, the same junk, the same funk, telling people how, how hurt, how burned you are. You can't believe people would do that. Proverbs 17, verse 9. What a, what a up in your grill, up in your face verse. Whoever would foster love covers over an offense. What's the bridge about? The bridge is about love, right? Forgiveness, all of that. But whoever repeats the matter separates close friends. What are you talking about? What are you saying? Who controls your life? Because you see, if I harbor resentment, if I harbor unforgiveness, I'm saying, hey, you control me. That's right. Hey, coach, you know, the one that verbally abused me, you control my life. Hey, ex-spouse, you're using our kids as pawns, you control me. Hey, hey, business partner, you said it would be a 50-50 deal. You ripped me off. Hey, you control me. And maybe you're pointing to a graveyard somewhere. You control me. The least invested have the most control, and so often the most invested have the least control if we harbor unforgiveness. Wow. Others. Others. What's wrong with your friendships? What's wrong with your relationships? You're out of control, man. People say, people in the world are out of control. People in the world are crazy. Cray-cray. That's true. You ever said that? People are crazy? They're crazy. I would argue if Jesus is not Lord of someone's life, 
They have a form of insanity. And they get crazier and crazier as they get older and older. If you don't believe me, just take a panoramic view of our world. The answer is the bridge. The cross is the bridge. We have a bridge to cross. So much of this has to do with unforgiveness. Unforgiveness is unforgiving. First degree burn with God. Second degree burn others. People are running from you. Third degree, it's you and me. We burn ourselves. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, we do it. I've done it before. Job chapter 5, verse 2, resentment kills a fool. Resentment means to think again. Resentment kills a fool, and envy slays the simple. Emotionally, we tear ourselves to pieces. So many emotional issues. And I believe, even though some here are predisposed to mental illness, I believe we, because we expose ourselves so often to unforgiveness, it can set us into a crazy spin cycle where we go over the edge and the ledge. Emotionally, we can wear ourselves out. Also, physically, read the new research. Physically, if we don't forgive, if we, if we are all angry and we Tupperware all these negative feelings... Back pain, neck pain, digestive problems, sickness, all sorts of sickness. Some even say heart disease and cancer can't be pointed back to this. Again, unforgiveness, it's unforgiving. First degree is God, second degree others, third degree you and me. Emotionally in your life and mine, physically in your life and mine, also spiritually. Let me just touch on this spiritually. Ephesians 4, 26 and 27. In your anger, do not sin. Don't let the sun go down while you're angry. And don't give the devil a foothold. Most of the yardage the devil gains in your life and mine has to do with unforgiveness. He's an incredible rusher. Yet we invite him into our lives. He doesn't take over your life or mine. We say, hey, here's a foothold. And a foothold becomes a stronghold. The stronghold becomes a chokehold. Chokes us out. We tap out, guys, because of unforgiveness. You see, God wants to spare us the pain of being burned. God says, you know what? You're made in my image. You're not made for unforgiveness. What does his word say? Build a bridge and get over it. Who are you struggling with? Who comes to mind every time I mention the word unforgiveness? Every time I talk about being burned or torched, betrayed or taken advantage of? That person, that face. Who comes to mind? Build a bridge. And get over it. The only power we can tap into is this divine power. We have the nature of a bridge builder. So many people I talk to, they have received forgiveness. They're like, oh yeah, I've received forgiveness. 
I understand God's forgiven me. Yeah, Jesus did the forgiveness thing on the cross. I got it. I got it. I received it. I receive it. But there's a big honking difference in receiving forgiveness and experiencing forgiveness. That's the tweet of the day I learned through my preparation. There's a difference. Let me say it again. There's a difference. There's a difference in receiving forgiveness and experiencing forgiveness. How do we live it out? How do we live it out on the playing field of life, on the court of life, on the track of life? How do we do it? How do we do it? How do we do it? Let's talk about some positive stuff now. Let's talk about how to build the bridge and get over it. What do we do? This bridge right here, designed by our incredible, creative set design team. Let's give them a crazy round of applause again. Man, one, two, three, four. Four steps. You're holding a grudge, just drudge in the sludge all the way back to the bridge, the bridge of forgiveness. Build a bridge and get over it. First step, lead out in construction. God took the initiative. This bridge, the step, think about God, what he did when he sent Jesus. He stepped toward you and me. And we take a step toward him, we're on the bridge. All right, we're on the bridge. So now, we have the nature of a bridge builder. We lead out. We take the initiative, Romans 12, 18. If it's possible, as far as it depends on who? You, you and me. Live at peace with everybody. So that person or persons, don't worry about them. You build the bridge deck. You build the foundation. You get over it. If they want to get over it, cool. But you do what you have to do before God, and we know what to do, we lead out in construction. We build a bridge and get over it. Second step, let go of your emotions. Let go of your emotions. Ephesians 4.32, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving one another, just as Christ God forgave you. Feelings are not foundational. I'll say it again, feelings are not foundational. Feelings are great, feelings are amazing, they're not foundational. But Galatians 5, and 23, the fruits of the Spirit, check this out. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, feelings, gentleness, and self-control. No, that's the Ed Young version. That's the Ed Young ill-advised version. That's the Ed Young perversion version. Feelings? That's not in there. Some are like, oh, that's great. Feelings, yes. Amen. Praise the Lord. No? But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. 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 
Well, I'm not going to forgive you until I feel like it. If you don't feel like it, that means you need to forgive. I'm not going to forgive that guy until I feel it. It ain't going to happen. If you feel it, if you wait until you feel it, you'll clock out waiting to feel it. That's like working out. Yesterday I ran. So I didn't say to myself, I'm just going to wait until I, wait until I feel it. And when I feel like putting on my workout outfit and shoes and everything, then when I feel it, I feel it, then I'll work out. Okay, I feel it. so good working out. I never feel like working out. Have you ever looked at someone's expression when they're running? Look at people's expression. Men and women are like they're giving birth. It's the worst expression I've ever seen in my life. You never feel like working out. Afterwards, though, you're like, whoa, I feel it. I feel good. I'm so glad I did. So often, you just do right. You know what to do. Jesus has given us this awesome gift. He says, give it forgiveness. We know what to do. When we do it, we're not going to feel it. But after we do it, then we'll feel it. After we do it, then we'll feel it. So do what's right. If you're waiting to feel it, you ain't going to. Let me talk to the man in the house. We have that machismo, bravado, tough. Some of the guys, we can't even say the words. And we think, oh yeah, I'm sorry if you took it the wrong way. I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings. That's pathetic. We're saying, you're an emotional basket case. That's not an apology. Or this wax stuff that all of the attorneys have crafted recently. Here's, here's how attorneys ask for, for forgiveness. You ready for this? I take full responsibility for my actions. Can you say stupid? That's how out of control and cray-cray the world is. Guys, here's how you say it. I'm sorry. I was wrong. Will you forgive me? But a lot of us go, okay, I'll say it. Will you Will you I'm going to do it. Will you forgive? We can't say it. <laughs> Guys, repeat after me. It's tough for me. I was wrong. Oh, come on. <laughs> I was wrong. 
Will you forgive me? That's it. Now, ladies, I'm not going to let you off the hook. Guys, we'll say, I'm sorry, will you forgive me quicker than the women? I can't wait for the blogs and the tweets and the, oh, I can't the not in every situation, but many times. What are women going to do? Oh, I'm not, uh, no, no, I've got to feel it. That's fine for you to say those words, but start acting, start, start changing, and then I'll forgive you. Yeah, I'm not, I, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say those words, no. Will you, will you for, I was, what'd you say, honey? They can't say it. Jesus. Did the preemptive forgiveness work? He forgave us before we were even cognizant of our sins against him. So when we walk the bridge and have the nature of a bridge builder, we're pretty much saying, you know what, I, I forgive you. I forgive you. I don't feel it. In fact, you're a jerk. You're an igmo. You're selfish. I forgive you. What would happen if we lived this stuff out? Build a bridge, Ann. Build a bridge, Ann. That's it. Lead out in construction, number one. Number two, let go of your emotions. Number three, lift them up to God. Pray. Don't make them pray, P-R-E-Y. Pray. That was funny. Pray for your enemies. Pray for them. Because when you pray for them, you're putting them on a holy another level. Here's what Jesus said, Luke 6, 27 and 28. But to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. Pray. You start praying, the whole situation and scenario will change. doesn't mean you become... BFFs forever doesn't mean you meet for coffee once a week. Doesn't mean you go on some cruise together to Cancun. No, doesn't mean that. The fourth step, leave the situation with God. Leave the situation with God. Vengeance is mine, Romans 12, 19 says, I will repay. Who can settle accounts better, you or God? God, yeah, leave it with God. And God might not settle it, until on the other side, but I'm telling you, he's going to settle it. He's going to settle it. We have to do the bridge work with the people we love the most. Build a bridge and get over it. We have to do the bridge work with those who are in authority over us. Build a bridge and get over it. We have to do the bridge work with our competitors, our peers, build a bridge and get over it. Build a bridge and get over it. Build a bridge and get over it. Spouse, build a bridge and get over it. Ex-spouse, build a bridge 
and get over it. CEO, build a bridge and get over it. Teenager, build a bridge and get over it. Orphan, build a bridge and get over it. Those addicted to substance, build a bridge and get over it. Get over it, 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 get over it. And for many of us, we're gonna have to pray that prayer sometimes two or three times a day, maybe every five minutes, but it's worth it. Unforgiveness is unforgiving, but unleashing unforgiveness is unbelievable. Let's bow for prayer. God, I believe many here, as their heads are bowed and eyes are closed, need to cross the bridge. If you've never crossed the bridge, I've got good news for you. The cross is the bridge. You have a bridge to cross. God sent Jesus down the cross to rise again, and he's offered you this bridge. You can cross the bridge by saying this prayer with me. God, I'm, I'm a sinner. I've messed up. I turn from my sins and turn to you. I believe that you are the bridge, and I cross the bridge right now. Power wash my soul. I give you my all and my everything. Others here, man, you have so much resentment, anger, bitterness. It's time to let it go. And it's time to build the bridge in Jesus' name and get over it. He got over it for you and me. Now, by his love and grace, we can get over it. Thank you for listening and thanks to all who give so generously to this ministry. It's because of you that we can continue this show and equip people with the hope of heaven. You can click the link in the description to support the show or visit edyoung.com. There you can also be resourced with bonus content for free, including a daily devotional. We also encourage you to share the message today with those around you. Thank you again for listening. God bless. God bless.